to, and, and she gives her way to those, in the, to those in the street that she thinks can do more for her than Hosea can. And she she's, has been captivated by, by, by the sweet nothings that have been whispered in her ear. Oh, girlfriend, I can get you this. Oh, you, leave that zero and get you a, a hero. Le- leave him. I, there's more over here. And sometimes the grass can look greener on the other side. So she has an affair. She's cheating on him. She has gone to the degree that she abandons him. See, it, it, it may start out one way. It may start out you, you, you're looking at someone else and and then you start calling them, and then you start texting them. Then you start hiding their number in your phone, and, 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 and Ray Ray, his name is um, Ranita. <laughs> the way you still know who number it is, you know, you got to keep the R in it, you know. So when, when your husband see it, he, he, he just think you're talking to your girlfriend, them tunica names right there. There's, there's tunica names. <laughs> Rashida. That, that worked better? <laughs> that ain't no better. That really ain't no better. <laughs> so she, she, she abandons her husband and God speaks to Hosea and says to Hosea, go and find her. Excuse me? Go. And it's bad enough you had me to marry her. But now you want me to go and find her after I loved her, after I supported, after I gave, after I did all that I could do and in my all that, that, that I had still wasn't good enough. Now you want me to go and find her? She know the address. I'm still at the same address, got the same number. Why do I have to go to her? Why can't she just come to me? Can you only imagine if we had to go to God and him not come to us? I'm so glad that Jesus stepped out of glory. He didn't expect us to come up to him, but he came down to us that he might seek and save that which was lost. He loved us so much that he was willing to sacrifice it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he did. That's what he did. Watch this, watch this. Chapter 3, verse 1, he says, Then the Lord said to me, Go and love your wife again. Even though she commits adultery with another lover, this will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel. Still. I, I want you to know, it doesn't matter how far you are today, God still loves you. I, I, know, I know some folk can't handle that today because you, we, we, we look for other folks to be condemned to hell. It's hard for us to wrap, to comprehend this type of agape love that's in, incomprehensible. This is a God type of love. The only way you can love someone to the degree that you're, un, that you're willing to forgive them when they've abandoned you, when they have let you down, when they have disappointed you, that's a God kind of love. It's a God kind of love. He says, go and love your wife again. I'm glad that God, 
no matter where we've been, God says, I still love you again. Yes, yes, yes. Come to me and I'll come to you. He, he says, this will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. I, I know you're thinking just how I was thinking when I read this. I, 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 I started speaking in tongues. I'm like, oh, 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 what is this? I need the Holy Ghost on this. I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> don't, don't act. You, you know you want to go in another language when you hear this. Some of you saying, oh, it couldn't be me. I wish, I wish somebody would. Let me find out. That's how I felt. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm just saying what you're thinking. I hear what you're thinking. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm like, wow, for real? For real. I thought this was only in the daytime soaps. I, I thought this type of stuff you could only find in the movies. Some of y'all done went to see Fifty Shades of Grey. Ain't nobody saying amen. You don't want to tell on yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, the Bible got more than 50 shades of gray in it. Read the book. <laughs> Read the book. <laughs> he says, go and love your wife. Go. Pursue her. Pursue her. And, and, and here's the thing I love about this. Not only will God pursue us, but get this. When we wonder, here's, here's point number two. We wonder, but God pursues us because he loves us. He pursues us because he loves us. He says, go and, he didn't just say go. He says, go and love. Go and love your wife again. Now, most of us, we would go and let, give her a piece of our mind. It, we, we might invite you back in. But we're going to give you some stipulations. We're going to lay down the law. We're, we're going to persecute you. Not only will we persecute you, you, you know folk leave your church and then they want to come back. The Lord has spoken to me. I left. I, I, I abandoned the church. I abandoned God. And I, I know it's time to come back. Sometimes the church looking at them like, I can't believe they coming back. Why, why? We'll, we'll persecute people rather than receive them and love them again. We persecute. He, he don't, he's saying, God, when, when I go, you want me to love her? But what about all the stuff she did? What about all the things she did to disappoint me? What about the letdowns? What, what about the heartache? She left me here with these kids to care for these kids by myself. And some of y'all thought it was only me and her. But the Bible says, even a woman, she has abandoned him, but God says, pursue her, go after her, and when you find her, don't persecute her. Matter of fact, when you find her, don't punish her. Because you, you know how the world operates. The world operates that, that when we offend, when we 
make mistakes, there are penalties for our shortcomings. They, on your job, they reprimand you. They, they write you up and they give you the law. They, they lay down the law and, and, and we, we, we just want to let people have it and, and persecute them and punish them. You, you know, growing up in my household, when I did something wrong and I did it on multiple occasions, Um, my mama didn't say, um, Quincy, I want you to go in the corner and um, be in time out. Y'all know, <laughs> wasn't no time out in my house. My mama would whoop you with anything she see. Um, um, remote controls. I remember one time she cut a water hose. Who? Cuts a water hose and whoops somebody. That ain't even a whooping no more. I, I ain't even going to say what she did. <laughs> Extension cords and uh, this, this was the dagger. We had these trees. They called them weeping willows. Any of y'all ever heard of them? She'd say, go, go get me some of them limbs. So you can do what? Whoop, whoop me? And she said, yeah, go, go out there and I'm, I'm stalling them. Hurry up, boy, hurry up, go get And she said, make sure you bring a lot of them in here. And she would take them things and braid them together. Like, oh, Lord, this going to hurt. And she would commence to whooping me, and at the same time, she talking. I told you not to go over. I get two on over. Oh, but they don't let me tell you again. I'm like, boy, I hope it ain't no long paragraph. You know, most paragraphs really in, 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 in an APA format ought to be five sentences. I'm like, Lord, don't let this be five sentences. This is going to be forever. <laughs> Oh, and by the time she get done, it ain't no more limb left. It's all over the floor. Yeah, and you got to clean it up. Because society punishes you for what you have done, your shortcomings. We, we persecute. And not only that, we're going to remind you. You remember when you? See, 1 Corinthians 13, God Love, he says, y'all ought to read it, read, read, read that. He's, love is kind. Love keeps no record of wrongs. You know, you take somebody back, you got to let them know. Every, every moment we can remind them of it, we're going to let them know. Even if we got to go on Facebook, oh, look at him. Look at her. You, 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 you got to remind a person. God is not like that. He throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. I, I know that's hard to comprehend because we love to condemn. But Romans 8 and 1 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. That's what we do. We hold grudges. We judge. We... And we don't judge righteously. We, we just condemn. We, we, 
we send folks to hell. We do. Some of us going to be surprised who we see in heaven. You might have to have a little meeting with Jesus because you're going to wonder how in the world did they get here. I've been good all my life. I've been tithing. I've I sang in the choir. I prayed. I did devotions. I did it all. How did this joker sneak up in here? That's God. That's God. That, that, that ain't no license for you to go and do something crazy. God wants you to be faithful. She conceived kids, and I wish I had the time to tell you all the names of the kids that she conceived, but it, it, it's, it gives us what we are subject to. The, the meaning of her children's names it shows us what we're subjected to if we don't come back to God. One son named was Jezreel. Jezreel's name means scatter. And there are some folks' lives who was just scattered. They everywhere. They're, they're never stable. And it speaks to God allowing his people to go into captivity, into bondage. That's another son. So, so God says, go and love your wife who left you, who abandoned you, who disappointed you, left you with bills, left you with babies. I, I, I know sisters thinking, that's our story. No, you know sometimes you think, like, like sometimes I think black folk think they are obligated to pain. When anybody else talk about their suffering, they feel like Sharon School, they're, they're about to give away bikes, and they say, I hope don't no white kids get them. This, a white man said that. I'm like, white folks suffer too. <laughs> and we start thinking any story of victimization and being let down, that's our story. That's everybody's story. Everybody's been let down. Everybody's been disappointed. But how do you respond? Look at how God responds to her adultery. Look at how God responds to our waywardness. Look at how God responds to us in the same way he illustrates that he goes after us. He pursues us, not to persecute us, not to punish us, but to love us again. That's, he, 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 here's, the, he, he, here's a but God moment for you. But God, but God, he, he, here's what God does. Ephesians 2, 3 through 5, it says, all of us used to live that way. Mine, mine may not appear to be worse than yours. Yours may not appear to be worse than mine because we like to categorize our sin. And I'm better because my sin, I ain't do what you did. But you're a sinner in need of a Savior. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God through Christ Jesus is eternal life. All of us, he says, all of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger. What, in other words, God should have unleashed his wrath. He should have let it all out. You, what you deserved... You didn't get. You didn't get. 
not just Quincy, but all of us. All of us here today deserve his wrath, deserve punishment, deserve persecution, but he extended his mercy. Oh, see, that's shouting territory. You ought to. By our, here it is, by our very nature, we were subject. We try to put it on the devil. Oh, the devil made me do it. No, that was your own nature, your own desires, because we're all born into this, into this world with a, a natural bent towards sin. Yours may be different than mine, but we all have a sin nature and what we do in our sin we find one that we nurture that's the one we cling to everybody got a sin they cling to he says by our very nature we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else but God there it is somebody say but God but God who is so rich in mercy he ain't just rich in mercy. He's just so rich in mercy. And he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he, when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. You ain't that good. I don't care how you dress it up. I don't care how good you smell. I don't care what you drive. I don't care where you work at. You ain't that good that, that Jesus, you, you deserve heaven because you've been so good. All fall short. He extended grace, 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 grace. Unmerited favor. Unmerited. Mercy. We didn't get what we deserved. So God, God, he pursues you. He, he doesn't persecute you. He doesn't punish you. But he, really, he prospers you. He profits you. You're at an advantage and not a disadvantage. You, you, you're at an advantage. You, you're, you're profitable because God could have given you wrath, but he gave you mercy. Last point. We wonder, but God paid a price to find us. We wonder, but God paid a price to find us. Here it is, Hosea 3, 2 and 3. So I bought her back. This is the gospel. This illustrates the gospel. This is salvation in Hosea. So I bought her back for 15 pieces of silver and 500 bushels of barley and a measure of wine. <laughs> he, he probably said, I ain't got but a corner left. <laughs> this ain't no boom farm. This is the good stuff. <laughs> so I bought her back for 15. This is... Some scholars say this is almost the equivalent of three years' wages. Because she had given herself away. Read in chapter 2, verse number 5, you will find that she, she gave herself to her lovers. 
Plural. <laughs> Plural. All of a sudden, she wasn't pretty enough. She wasn't good enough. She, 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 she didn't have what she thought she had. And, and they got rid of her and sold her into slavery. And now he got to buy her back. Do you not know all of us have been sold into a slavery of sin? We're born in sin and we're shaped in iniquity. And Jesus paid a price with his blood on Calvary's cross to redeem. In other words, to buy us back. He made a purchase. A purchase. We don't like talking about money in the church, but 40 to 50% of Jesus' words are used in accounting terms. He redeemed, he bought back. I know you're buying everything else <laughs> and not considering what God did, the price that he paid to redeem you and I. More, more than a year's, two years wages that he pays for her. And if that wasn't enough, he gave 15 pieces of silver and five bushels of barley and a measure of wine. He gave everything he had. You know who else gave everything they had? On a hill called Calvary? He gave everything that he had. Everything, not, not something, but he laid it all on the line. Everything. Then I said to her, you must live in my house for many days and stop your prostitution. During this time, you will not have sexual relations with anyone, not even with me. See, watch this. Isn't it amazing? He redeemed her before he gave stipulations. He bought her back. God's love redeems us first. We want to get folks in the church by giving them the law before we give them his grace. The law came only to make us conscious of sins. And some people are so into the law that all they can be conscious of is what people do wrong. There's a grace for salvation. There's a grace for service. There's a grace for giving. There's a grace for living. There's a favor that God puts in your life. Thank God for his grace. But before he ever laid down any law, any plan. He pursued her. He protected her. He bought her back. He purchased her. He did not prosecute her. He did, he did, not, he, he, he did not put all these stipulations on her. But he went and got her first. Church, it's time for us to cross it up. We're putting the wrong thing first. We want, to, we want folks to know all the rules of church before we get their heart. We sometimes want folks to look a certain way when they come into church, and, and we don't, God don't have their heart yet. You want them to dress it up when God needs their heart. You deal internally, it'll, it'll, it'll just change the outward. We get too caught up on the externals rather than the internals. That's salvation. That's salvation. She didn't have to jump through no hoops. That's salvation. All she had to do was trust. Was trust. I can imagine that she was so broken, so dirty, so, so filthy, so, so lowly in her mind 
that, that when he, he stood there while she was on the auction block and they're auctioning her off, I can only imagine that, that he's, saying, he, he's saying, Gomer, I'm here. But she's so broken, she, she can't even respond. She's so depleted, she can't even respond. She think about all her condemnation. She's thinking about all her sin to the degree that she cannot even say yes to her husband. She cannot even say yes to her, 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 her redeemer. Because she, do you not know some people are so broken? There, there's a story in the Bible there, of healing uh, of sight to the blind. Jesus gives sight to the blind. On multiple occasions, he, he, he healed people. Several times he do it differently. One man, he spit in the ground, he stirred it up, the dirt, put it on his eyes and told him to go and wash that he would see. Another person he just touched. This person here um, was blind and had never seen. Some things he had never seen in his life. God, Jesus, he didn't, he didn't cry out like blind Bartimaeus. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He didn't cry out. But Jesus went to him. See, we got to be Jesus in the world and we got to go to people. I'm glad that he came from heaven to earth below. We have to watch this, enter into their world, get to know them for who they are. Some people think the, the woman with, at the well, John chapter 4, the woman at the well. Jesus had a religious conversation with her, but he didn't start the conversation. Matter of fact, Jesus knew who he was going to see when he got there. That's why he sent the disciples away. And he had a conversation with her, and he told her all about herself in private. We want to make everything public. We want to expose people. Ain't saving nobody by exposing them. You're pushing them away. And what happens when the disciples come back? Why are you even talking to her? Because the church get hung up on the wrong stuff. Go and love her again. Let her know that, that I still love her. Still love her. Here it is, Romans, Romans 5 and 8. But God, here's another but God moment. But God. Showed his great love, not just love, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Still sinners. Coming in the church, still sinners. Singing in the choir, still sinners. Lifting holy hands, still Sinners, I, I, don't, I don't know if Paul was trying to be funny in Corinthians when he called them saints. Because if y'all ain't said nothing because y'all must don't know what Corinth was doing in the church. And Paul called them saints. I know we more mature than that. And thank God almighty that we more, way more mature than the Corinthian church. But what happens when you get some folk who come to the Lord? And they ain't got all that residue off of them. Do we run them away? Do we persecute them? Or do we still love them? 
hard to comprehend. You got to pray about that. We all wander. We all stray. We all go our own way. Romans 5 and 9. And since we have been made right in God's sight. <laughs> don't, don't miss that in God's sight. We're, we're made right because we're covered by the blood of the Lamb. Ain't that you righteous? You're declared righteous. We claim the righteousness, but it's none of our own. Amen? Made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. Jesus covered us and saved us from condemnation. So if Jesus covers us, why don't we cover one another? Why don't we cover? Stop trying to expose. Church talking about gay marriage and all that kind of stuff. They've been working behind the scenes in policies and politics for years while we were silent. <laughs> silent. But condemning. <laughs> Love covers a multitude of sins. This ain't no license to go out and sin because once you come into the saving grace of God and you're empowered by the Holy Spirit, you go through what is called a justification process, regeneration. You're being made new. It's a process. You're being made new. Amen? So, so verse 10, For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were, here it is again, still his enemies, <laughs> we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. I'm glad today that we, we serve a God who loves us and understands that we have all sinned, we all fall short, we all stray, we all wonder uh, whether we, we do it deliberately or we simply drift because we no longer pray. We have um, taken on a laissez-faire attitude when it comes to the things of God and we have not made God first priority in our lives. I'm telling you, if you want to see miracles in your life, you got to make God number one. Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, its righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. We, we, we have to put him in first place. In first place. There's so much more in the text I, I wish I could tell you for another sermon, but what happens when we don't make God priority of our lives? But God know we wonder. And although we wonder, although we go astray, like the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15, who asked his father for his inheritance, who wasn't really deserving of it because his father had not died. An inheritance come through death. In other words, he, it, it was almost as if he was saying, Father, Dad, I wish that you would die, that I could get what's mine. The Father gives, do, the father gives it to him. See, sometimes we, we rush the blessing, so the Father gives it to him, and he didn't know what to do with it. He goes to a far-off country, and that's where we go. We go to a far-off land. We wander away from God. 
the things of God, the people of God, will forsake the fellowship of God and his people, as many of us are in the habit of doing. He go to a far off land and he, and, and he splurge everything. He, he squander it in, in riotous living with women and booze and partying to the de- degree that once he has spent everything up, he had no more friends. And just to make ends meet, just to eat, he hired himself as a servant and, and he was working in a pig pen. He was so hungry to the degree he he even contemplated eating the pig slop, the pig's food. And as he looked in the mud, he saw the image of his face and he, he began to say, even the hired servants in my father's house eat better than this. They, they still have, have things. They got leftover. See, when you're in the Father's house, even though you're a servant, you're still going to have more than enough. He says, let me get up and go back to my Father's house. And as he's going, I'm sure the enemy was messing with his mind. Oh, he's going to punish you. No, he's, he's, he's going to persecute you. Oh, he's going to tell you all that you've done wrong. And he go to his father and he says, Father, just, just take me back as a hired servant. But his father saw him a long way off and his father began to run toward him. That was uncommon for a man of this type of, um, of th- this type of stature in his community, but because he loved his son so much, he saw him dusty, he saw him broken, afar off, and he ran to his son, put his arms around him, and kissed him, invited him into the house, and said, gone with all that servant stuff. Baby, you are my son. He put a ring on his finger, a robe on his back, and put sandals on his feet. He said, my son was lost, but now he's found. He was blind, but now he see. Oh, let's kill the fatted calf and let's have a party. Let's have a celebration because now my son is home. Aren't you glad that God loves you so much that even when you wander off, he'll come running unto you. He'll come running to you to restore you, to realign a right relationship with you. Not push you down, but lift you up. That's the God that we serve. And that is love. That is love. I said that is love.